I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence, and you're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Ben Richmond, founder and CEO of Cube, a global reg tech, recently publishing a report that outlines how data intelligence is the cure for complex compliance. So the first question is, how is it a cure? I think the reality is that data ultimately is the oil of industry. And today, you know, in the world of compliance, I think the the biggest challenge that firms have is really getting around all of the data that they, they have to consume on a daily basis, not just in terms of the regulatory data, but, you know, generally all of the data that, that they're managing and their systems are producing in their normal operations. And so I think fundamentally being able to understand, leverage that data and be able to make use of it is the key to really any business objective these days. But compliance, it couldn't be more so than the case. Well, the problem, as much as anything else, is that you also have to be able to trust the quality of the data because data outcomes are only as good as the data that goes into your system, or as we used to say, garbage in, garbage out. (laughs) Yes, it's very true. I think the the data quality is absolutely key. And I think, again, if we look at this from a, a regulatory perspective, part of the challenge is that the data itself is so disparate, comes in so many forms across the regulatory internet and through other means that it is very challenging for organizations to establish data quality in a way that they can then machine automate the, the processing and understanding of that data. And I think that's, uh, yeah, that's that data quality is paramount. And then similarly, internally, organizations have those challenges in being able to maintain high standards of data quality just entirely due to the, the volume and the variability and the velocity in which data is produced. And I think now this whole notion, as, as we talk about in the report, the whole notion of alternative data. So now all of these other means in which data can be generated, you know, whether it's sentiment from the, you know, from social on the internet or whether it's from analytics that are driven from transaction processing or whether it's learnings that are driven from, you know, location aware devices, all of that data has to be processed, managed, quality assured to then be able to have decisions predicated upon it. So data quality remains absolutely paramount. I'm glad that you explained what alternative data is. You're talking about things that previously have not been monitored to a certain extent. I think it's, yes, call call it what you will. I mean, we're using this term alternative data. The reality is it's all data. It's just there's a lot more of it because it comes through the whole world of digital transformation and, you know, this virtual world that we live in. And so, you know, Internet of Things, ability to understand location and context of where services to really understand behaviours and consumer engagement right through to areas like regulatory compliance and, you know, ongoing governance. I think this really is just describing the sheer volume now of additional data and data enrichment that exists that can be incredibly powerful and can be leveraged to the advantage of the organization. But again, it's in forms and structures and velocity that that's not really been seen before. And so, yes, alternative data is really about all these other ways now in which we produce and harness data that didn't exist before. And that adds more both to the complexity, but then also the opportunity. How do analytics help? Because presumably with all this data, you've got to be able to analyze it, to manage it, to draw conclusions from it. What's the role of analytics? 
I think analytics plays a key role, but I also think certainly as, as equally important is the learning that's derived from the data as that data is, is being processed and understood. A lot of this data now comes in what we call an unstructured form, so it's not already machine read and understood. And in that, we need to be able to leverage AI to be able to better understand that unstructured data really before you can start to grasp the learnings from it and then the enrichment that comes through data analytics. And then data analytics can tell you both what the data says today, but also you can use that to start to model what the predictions are in the future. And again, bring this back to compliance and the world of regulation, the ability to do that and create predictive analytics around new trends, around areas that are going to be seen to become highly regulated Again, it's very powerful. Think of the pandemic and think about what COVID, for example, now means for new risk regimes and new considerations on how we can appropriately regulate the financial service industry with people based at home and so forth. And so all of that requires this data learning, data analytics, predictive analytics to be able to to help with that. And so it does, again, come back to data is at the core. We must leverage data, but we need to have the right data strategies and we need to have the right technologies and capabilities to be able to do that. You mentioned risk there. Talk to me about how reg tech and risk tech are coming together. Reg tech, risk tech, you know, fintech, insure tech, soup tech, you know, in terms of supervisory regime. Fundamentally, I think really what it is, is a recognition that in those areas, technology and data is king. And so it really comes back to, you know, call it what you will, but saying, okay, If you think about those areas, look at the transformation that's happened in fintech, digital banking, payments, Um, look at what's happening in identity, look what's happening with some of these new initiatives involving technologies around identification of fraud and transaction monitoring like. This is all about the recognition that there's vast amounts of data that need to be leveraged in the challenge of being compliant in this particular instance, and that in that those areas such as you know risk such as regulation such as insurance such as banking financial services generally must go through that technology paradigm shift to be able to start to embrace and deal with the complexities of this data and the opportunities it presents and so i think all of these terms and you know ways in which we talk about the technology industry is really just a recognition that the industry's got to move from sort of the heavy lift manual processes and, and move to a much more data-centric, automated, technology-based approach. And at, at the core of that is AI, because how we learn and understand from this data, particularly the, the vast majority being in unstructured form, is through processes like natural language processing, machine learning, to enable us to really be able to harness the, the opportunity that that data presents. And what's the role of Cube in this? What are you hoping to achieve? We have a a vision. It's the same vision that the the company was founded on 10 years ago. And that vision is really to to provide to the industry a, a, a standard de facto way in which regulations can be processed, consumed and leveraged. And the way we look at this is that if you scour the regulatory internet, you'll find thousands and thousands and thousands of sources of regulatory information that is really embodying all of the rules and the, the requirements that firms have to follow to be compliant within the, the financial frameworks. And so from a regulatory perspective, and so we at Cube 
are taking all of that data and our vision is to, and our, our customer outcome is very much about being able to provide that in a fully enriched, fully understood, learnt, you know, normalized way that we can then present that to customers, be able to consume and leverage in the way that we talked about here, at a very high quality level so that they can then build their regulatory intelligence from it and actually use that to support their downstream compliance processes. And we want to build that across the industry and have all of the industry benefit from one standard, if you like, uh, de facto of regulatory intelligence. Ben Richmond, founder and CEO of Cube, thank you very much.